whole lot of talk. The interviews that rock. Brought to you by Rock Antenna, Germany's number one rock radio station. Great to see you. Hi, David. I'm Simon from Rock Antenna. How are you doing? I can't complain, brother. Looking forward to the release of this record, finally. Where do I catch you at the moment? I'm at home in Miami, Florida. Oh, uh, have you been affected by the hurricane? Thankfully, no. Uh, it was mostly the uh, the Gulf side of Florida that really took the big hit. It pretty much passed us. So okay. we were spared. Thank God. And how's the situation there at the moment? Do you know it? It's rough, man. Rough. I mean, a lot of people lost a lot. And they're, it's yeah. going to take probably years to rebuild and recover. I mean, they got hit pretty hard on that coast. First of all, I have to send greetings from your old friend, uh, Sally Erner of Godsmack. Oh, cool. <laughs> I met him on, yeah, on Tuesday. And uh, he was wondering, where are your uh, chin piercings? Yeah, no more. I, I got rid of them last record cycle because, uh, well, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean I, this has been in the press before, but I didn't think it was appropriate walking around looking like an almost 50-year-old Hot Topic kid. You know? <laughs> and then, uh, but they also, they were cumbersome. And, you know, mm. at my age, it just didn't feel right anymore. Okay. You know? so, so you accept your age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I embrace it. <laughs> <laughs> the second obvious thing is your upcoming album, Divisive. It's out on, I guess, November 18th, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the title, Divisive, is it a reference to current society? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. In every way. Um, I think that the two years plus of the pandemic that the world went through uh, made everybody lose their damn minds. Um, I, I think that with being shut inside for so long and having the internet as this limitless rabbit hole of potential information to sink yourself into, people lost themselves in other really, really bad habits. And one of those bad habits was outrage addiction. People searching online to find new and more compelling reasons to be pissed off at someone for something. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, it's it's sad what we've become. It's sad that, you know, people in positions of power pit us against one another for their own gain. It's sad that we don't realize we're being manipulated. It, it, it It's a very scary time. I, I, I can't recall ever seeing things this bad before in terms of it's either you're on my team or you're the enemy in my lifetime. It's pretty crazy. Do you have as a band uh, maybe a solution for this divisive situation? You know, I think that people need to start focusing on what we have in common that unites us as opposed to what we how we differ from another and what, you know, separates us. I think people need to, you know, enjoy the simpler things in life. I love, we love that one of the most unifying experiences that you can participate in, in this world is going to a concert, going to a live performance and everybody, no matter what walk of life you come from and no matter how rich or poor you may be, and no matter where your politics may lie, uh, 
you share a common unified love of the art that you're witnessing and it hits you you know a person who's let's say a republican the same way as it it does a democrat or liberal and conservative and vice versa we still all have that same ability to feel the same level of emotion and for it to affect us in different ways it's part of the beauty of being human um you know i'm not you know We don't have any delusions of grandeur. We know that we're not, you know, like Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. We're not wild stallions and our music is going to save the world or anything like that. But I I, I think I wish it could. Um, I think that uh, people need a good stern reality check and, and, and for people to recognize we've gone way, way, way too far with this. But in general, you're optimistic that uh, sometimes the humanity gets together again. Uh, I don't necessarily have the highest level of optimism. I hope, um, I, like I said, I've never seen it this bad and, yeah. it, and we don't do anything to inhibit its growth. We feed it over and over and over again. We're, mm. We can't help ourselves. So I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I worry for the world that my son is going yeah. in that he has to grow up and I truly do. He has challenges that I never would have dreamt of growing up myself. So let's focus now on the positive things, uh, the new album. Uh, I got it yesterday, so I heard it around three times, four times. And I have to say it's uh, maybe the best of Disturbed. Oh, wow. Because, because it's so heavy again. Yeah, we were dying to go back to our roots. Um, and it was fun doing it. Uh, it's the heaviest record we've put out in a while. That's for sure. Um, and we're, we're, we're loving it. It, it, it makes us feel younger than we are. Let's put it that way. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, we're very, very happy with it and, and, and hopefully everybody, you know, gets what they've been looking for <laughs> from it. I think so, yeah. <laughs> uh, in the last interview you did with Rock Antenna, you said uh, this uh, sentence, we're just old, broken rock warriors. Do you want to cancel this statement now? Oh, we're still old and broken. We just keep getting <laughs> rebuilt over and over again. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the mileage, brother. The mileage on the chassis is significant. At, at, at 50 years of age, I'll be 50 in March of next year. The mileage is ridiculous in terms of the life that we've led. You know what I mean? Mm. Being a touring musician is not an easy thing. When you've done it for 25 years, it, it beats the hell out of you. Yeah. But, you know, there's nothing we'd rather do. There's, there's no life we'd rather live. There's nothing as fulfilling as being able to create and take your creation to a live experience and then share that, you know, with everyone and exchange mm. that power. It's amazing. But the hardest stuff on the new record, is it also a service uh, to your older fans who maybe missed uh, the hardest stuff the last years? It, it, we've definitely heard them calling, you know, <laughs> and asking. Uh, and so we felt like, you know, very early in the process when Danny first, you know, talk to me about what direction I thought we should go in. I said, you know, I think it's time, you know, we got to go back to the heavy. We got to go back to the roots. And like, I want to go, you know, sickness meets 10,000 fists sort of vibe in terms of the musicality. And he was more than eager 
to deliver on that and and just knocked it out of the park. Uh, very, very proud with how um, Danny has, has continued to grow and evolve as a songwriter in his own right and his music level of musicianship. It's always nice to continue to be impressed by your colleague. There's uh, still one ballad with Anne uh, Wilson. Do you want to share details how this uh, idea sure. was born? Yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. What do you think of it, by the way? Very nice, very nice. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I think that's the sleeper track of this record. That's going to be mm. the surprise. Yeah. No sleeper. No, no very negative. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love it. I mean, I loved the song before Anne's voice was added to it. Um, you know. I, It's it's interesting. It's quite the story. Um, Bruce Dickinson and I were discussing on Twitter who we thought was the best female rock voice of all time. And we both said Anne. You know, to me, there's no contest. I, I, I think she's just staggeringly powerful and so gifted and, you know, has been such an inspiration, not only to women, but to men. I mean, I, I no. can't tell you the number of times I've tried to sing her stuff and falling on my face trying. Um, but so she responded and said that she was very appreciative of the, of the compliment. And we developed a, a little bit of a back and forth and I messaged her. I said, listen, You know, if you ever wanted to do something together, I would be blown away. I would love to do it. And she said, sure. So when we were in the studio, this, I guess you could call it a ballad, um, came out at the tail end of the process. It was one of the last things we worked on. Danny had the idea for it musically, but I was struggling to find the right melody and the right, right rhythm that would work for me. And it wasn't until I actually went into the studio for a session and I told him, you know what, pull out the guitar and let me let me take another stab at this. And he started playing through the progression and I came up with the melody right there. And, um, you know, it, it, it instantly hooked him. I'm always very, very unsure when I come up with my stuff okay. in the beginning because I don't know. You know, I, you can't be subjective, right? You have to, you can't be, you can only be subjective of yourself. You can't really be objective. So it's, it's really tough, but it lit him up and uh, it, we developed it further. And at first I tracked the entire song on my own and, you know, listening back to it, um, it was, uh, it, to me, it, it was just begging to be a duet. And I said to him, I'm like, I should reach out to Anne. I'm like, this is the one. And I sent her the version that I had tracked and she loved it and mm -hmm. asked what I thought it would be in mine. I'm like, let's do a full blown duet. You take a verse. I'll take a verse. We'll sing the choruses together and, you know, make it huge. And, um, She was all about it. She made time in her busy touring schedule to meet up with us in uh, Oakland, in California. And, um, you know, she's as badass as she ever was. And she was just absolutely a thrill to work with. Talent for days, no drama whatsoever, just totally pro and, you know, allowed me to work on uh, a, a change in the melody with her. And, you know, I helped coach her through everything. And it was just such a humbling experience to be able to yeah. work with someone <laughs> like her. I mean, she's just 
really someone that I personally have looked up to. So it was really amazing. And then to hear how it came out, I I couldn't be happier. Our voices sound beautiful together. So thank you. Did you meet before? We had never met. Okay. No, not until not until we actually met each other in the studio to do the session. That was the mm. first. So I think you can really be glad uh, to have this uh, on your record. I would agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> um, do you also want to go into details uh, what the lyrics will uh, tell us? On the are there more personal? Are there more political? Uh, it depends on the song. I mean, for instance, mm-hmm. the um, the the ballad, for example, is very personal. It's yeah. it's something that I think a lot of us have experienced. Um, you know, you had a very deep emotional relationship with someone, uh, and neither one of you are, even though it should end, neither one of you are ready to let it go completely, um, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Sometimes that ends up being something that you hold against the other person. Like sometimes it's healthier, but sometimes we don't do what's healthy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But the majority of the record is speaking um, about what we touched on in the beginning, about what the title track speaks about. Uh, You know, there's, there's also, you know, fight songs like uh, unstoppable and won't back down um but these are my favorites it, by the way i'm sorry these are my favorites by the way oh cool 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 yeah, yeah i like unstoppable a lot we played that live a couple times recently mm-hmm. you know just because it was the only other track that's been released from the record other than hey you um and uh, it's just a lot of fun a tough song to pull off live i'll tell yeah. you that. <laughs> a real stomper <laughs> yeah 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 for sure Okay. Um, I think we're slowly coming to an end. So a few fast questions. Uh, mm-hmm. A few weeks ago, Serge Tankian from System of a Down, uh, he told us a story that uh, his fans scare him. He walks uh, through the streets and his fans, uh, do you know the story? They go, wake up. Yeah, 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 yeah. He gets yeah. really scared. <laughs> yeah, yeah, him and I share that. I'll have people uh, run yeah. at me and just go, ah, ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> happens all the time. They'll do yeah. it from across the street, you know, they see me walking and, oh, they're like, well, if it's him, he'll respond, right? It's like it's some sort of weird mating call or something like that. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, I get it. I understand. Okay. <laughs> How often is this? Ha- is, uh, oh, this God, happening? it happens all the time. Oh, no. All the time. Um, okay. Yeah. It, it happens with my son, for God's sake. I mean, he does it to me. So, <laughs> yeah, I can't escape um, it. Oh, God. Uh, your next uh, cover song you want to record? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I've, got a, I've got a bunch I'd love to do. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's not necessarily become, you know, our focus. It's Mm -hmm. always something we just kind of did for fun. And it's almost that in the era post the Sound of Silence cover that it's become so daunting because now, you know, what's going to measure up to that? I don't know that anything will. So for this record in particular, we decided not to do one at all and just let the original material speak. Yeah. Um, you you always uh, 
paid tribute also to Pantera. What do you think of the reunion? Oh, I can't wait. Uh, you can't I, wait? I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go see it. I mean, look, there's an entire generation of fans of the music that never got the chance to see it played live. They deserve yeah. that opportunity. And I couldn't think of any two guys who are more appropriate uh, and skilled to fill the shoes of the brothers, you know, than, you know, than Charlie and, and Zach. I mean, I think that's, that was the respectful and smart way to go. You know, and, uh, Charlie was very, very close with Finney, um, mm -hmm. very close with the Pantera camp. I mean, Zach, basically it, it used to be, Zach and the Pantera guys in the dressing room backstage on Ozfest that we'd always be hanging with all the time. Anyway, okay. <laughs> he was one of the closest guys to them as well. Um, you know, it's never going to be the same as Vinny and Dime. That's something we've lost forever. And we have to recognize that, you know, but I think that this will be a, a, a great way to tribute all that they've yeah. accomplished. So you also uh, will go to a concert? Oh, absolutely. But when uh, do you go to a Disturbed concert? Maybe in Europe? Um, <laughs> we, we are trying to finalize things for a plan for next year. Okay. Summer, spring, autumn? Uh, hopefully the spring. Spring. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you should be I'm hearing some. It. Yeah. Yeah. You should be hearing some announcements relatively soon, I would imagine. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we also, uh, we, we have to wait a few days. Yeah, a little bit. I, I, I have to wait too. <laughs> yeah. I have to wait till it gets warm over there. So I don't have to yeah. deal with the crazy level of cold. <laughs> yeah. Now it's so cold. It's horrible. You don't want to live here. Oh, I'm good. <laughs> so, David, thanks for your time. Appreciate it, brother. Have a nice day, evening. Day. You too. You too. It's, it's day still. Okay. Okay. Whole lot of talk. The interviews that rock. Subscribe to our channel for more rocking podcasts.